Chris Biddle and welcome to episode 43 of Inside AgriTurf. Advertising and marketing is always evolving and none more so than in the past few years as social media channels now gobble up more and more of the advertising spend. Those of a certain age may well remember the mower war of the 1980s when Flymo and Corecast went head to head with an aggressive campaign, much of which was fought out on mainstream television. So do you remember this? Long, isn't it? The gardener's the one who pays for grass that's left for 20 days. 17 days, actually. The Corecast Concord has a new kind of cutter. You'd be surprised how it copes with long grass. Looks like I finished just in time. Rain? No. When sky be red and night be cool... A shepherd feels a proper fool. <laughs> but Qualcast Concord, even in long grass, it's a lot less bother than a hover. That uh, campaign, nicknamed Hover Bother, uh, boosted sales mainly through the fast-emerging DIY superstores, leaving only scraps for specialist dealers, although it could be said that the ads did raise awareness of the garden machinery market overall. Since those days, hardly any mower ads are on primetime TV. The emergence of multimedia channels has levelled the playing field for every business and in every business sector who want to reach potential customers. I'm joined today by dealer James Hayes of Devon-based Hayes Machinery, who has enthusiastically embraced most of these new channels, and who, during the past 12 months, has built up a comprehensive and dedicated YouTube channel for his company. So James, thank you for joining me. Now, it would appear that Facebook and other social media have been your main communication platforms in the past. So what prompted you to develop the YouTube channel? Well, you know, Facebook is our primary source of marketing, always has and always will be ever since I started nine years ago in the industry. Um, and, you know, it works very well for us. The main reason being that works so well is because of its local, our local following we've got to it, obviously still being a very local business. That works extremely well. Um, whereas Instagram, yes, we do quite a lot on Instagram now, but not we don't get the response from Instagram like we do from Facebook, just due to it being more of a sort of a hashtag style or platform. We end up sort of receiving a lot more sort of national interest or even international interest um, from that. And yeah, what led me to the to YouTube was we've done a few videos in um, the first lockdown uh, last year and that sort of went well. That was just recorded on iPhones and things like that, which were it's very poor quality. The the sound was terrible, but it you know it sort of gave us a bit of an insight into perhaps what we could do, um, and it sort of progressed from there. Really, um, you know, trying to get gain interest in our industry isn't the easiest. Um, I think all other dealers will will agree with that. You know. We've got certain product lines which are a lot more interesting than others. So, you know, chainsaws and ATVs always seem to get a, a good response, whereas lawnmowers and strimmers and head strimmers, yeah. it's a bit more of a necessity than it is an interest. Sure. So, uh, and you've got uh, you, you've taken on somebody, uh, Will Evans, to to run this side of it for you. Uh, did did you find Will or did did he find you? <laughs> so yeah, Will Will's been with us just over twelve months now, and you know, as a business it's it's not just about me 
um it's about all of us as a team we're, we're a proper little family and we we really emphasize that with all staff whether they're new old or whatever you know it's it's a very important part of our business and our ethos you know we we when it comes to marketing we all get involved you know lots of, we all have ideas we're all ideas people i I'm, you know i love other members of the team coming to me and going oh i got this idea can we try it um as well as it is you know I bounce ideas off them and, you know, it's, it's a real team effort, but our ideas got to a stage where we couldn't keep up with them. Oh. Um, so we needed to take on somebody to, to manage that. And with the idea of video as well, we advertised for a marketing um, sort of coordinator um, with a massive emphasis on the video marketing. And yeah, Will was one of the applicants and being that he has a degree in filmmaking, um, he ticked one massive box for us. So yeah, he done his um, his degree in Cheltenham, and he's yeah absolutely fantastic as an all rounder. He's absolutely brilliant. And as a company, we we promote all rounders. If you know what I mean, people who are willing to do things in other areas of the business as well. And yeah, he's he's taken it to an like an absolute diamond. So yeah, he's a great asset. And you said you took the early videos that you'd taken on iPhones and so on, and the quality wasn't all that great. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have to buy much in the way of equipment to sort of produce professional uh, videos? Because that, that is, I guess, key to the popularity of a channel. It, it is. Yeah, we've, you know, I've, I don't like to do things by halves. Um, I, you know, if you can't do it properly, then I'm not a big believer in doing it at all. Yeah, we've got, we've invested very heavily, you know, in, in the computers to be able to do the editing in cameras, in drones, in GoPros, in lots of different areas. The benefit we've got is, again, because we're, we're sort of team effort, some of the guys have got equipment already. Um, yeah. You know, between uh, myself and Will, we've got three 4K cameras um, and a GoPro. And um, yeah. then I bought a proper professional drone rather than just using sort of the basic one. And, um, yeah, that's, you know, with collectively, it's worked really well. But I'd say we've probably got about £15,000 of equipment between us now with lighting and the studio we built but a dedicated studio for the restorations and some product videos and things and um that's yeah you know it all comes at a cost and then there's obviously will's time and our time for doing it <laughs> uh, of course and do you think i mean the lawn and garden as you, as you quite rightly said that there's certain things in your product range notably atvs and fast fast racing atvs which you can put through their paces and chainsaws and things that make a noise and and so on but the lawn and garden sector is that do you feel not as well catered for in terms of videos how to and and so on oh don't get me wrong there's you know how-to videos and product videos in abundance on youtube but you know some of them work some of them don't and for our channel or for other channels what works for us probably doesn't work for somebody else and vice versa um so there's there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat when you see a product video and we try to aim at videos which are not just your run-of-the-mill mediocre video we try to add a little bit of element of humor and um, a bit more fun about it um, and to be fair you know as other people have said it's our personality and panache as it were yeah. um, which you know helps sell the channel I, I see and, and I looked at one or two of your uh, early ones including your your trial run on your live video um, yeah. which, which uh, was an entertaining hour of my life <laughs> um, <laughs> You ran a, a competition back in the spring, March and April, uh, with some some pretty lumpy prizes. Uh, yeah. Did that kickstart a lot of the interest in the channel? To be fair, I I, I wished it worked better than I'd, you know, than it did. Um, I hoped for really big things. I was hoping it would pull in five thousand subscribers. Uh, I would be lucky if it pulled in 
30 yeah to be quite honest um you know competitions are you know social media is a rife with competitions now left right and center but that's ones you've got to pay for we thought okay let's do a free one and we'll gain loads of interest did it heck um (laughs) (laughs) it was yeah it's a little bit of a it wasn't i wouldn't call it a flop but it was it didn't happen as we expected it to no did you did you learn anything from it or or is it just uh, going to be a a slow burn process uh to 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 build uh engagement with the channel yeah you know i'm not gonna say we won't do giveaways again but whether we do it as we won't won't do it the same as we've done it last time you know at the end of the day everything we do is experimental yeah i said before what works for us might not work for someone else and vice versa but um you know it's you've got to be individual you've got to try different things you've got to be experimental when you've got to take it on the chin when it doesn't work because not every video works you know some of the restoration videos are done have got terrible views yeah but obviously i had done a restoration they're amazing yeah <laughs> <laughs> of, of, of yeah. course uh, and you've got several categories on your your channel then james um chainsaws and restoration as you said product videos and and how-to videos what ones are the most watched what 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 one what categories do you find most interest in yeah that's sort of double-edged sword on that really because the ones that i have most interest in personally are the restorations yeah. um but that is a massive time eater yes um which you know it's you know we, we can't ever make any more of that we've got to use what we've got but the, the for, from our channel point of view the most popular ones that we've done are the chainsaws particularly the new releases yeah you know it has helped in the 12 months we've done it we've had the still 881 um, which those videos have been very, very well received. Again, we're one of the first YouTube channels to get those videos up there when it was all started to be a big hype around it. Oh my God, the new A81's out. Yeah. Let's look on YouTube to see what it's like. <laughs> and then the same, we've just done the um, Husqvarna 592. Um, you know, one of the first dealers in the country to get hold of one with a lot of legwork to get hold of it, admittedly. You know, those, that, sort, that side of it doesn't come easy. You don't just ring up your area manager and say, oh, can you send me one of those saws? It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, what we've got to put in behind the scenes to sort of get all that sorted is, is, is a lot of work. But yeah, it, those, the chainsaw videos have, have been well, well, well received. And uh, as far as individual videos are concerned, is there a sort of runaway winner, one that's really uh, topped the pole? Yeah, Josh, who's my sales director, and Ryan, who's my um, operations director, um, they done the 881 verse 880, so the predecessor of the new saw. Um, we've done, I think, I think it's around 50,000 views now. Really? Um, so that's that's done really, really well. And then we've just done some 592 videos and in a fortnight, one is up to above 20,000 views. So that one's going to top it off soon, I should imagine. And uh, James, do you have to check out the scripting of the videos, w- either with the manufacturer or when there's, there's service advice being given or there's product advice being given? Uh, do you trust your own abilities or, or uh, uh, do you have to go to the manufacturer and say, this is what we're going to do and this is what we're going to say about it? Yeah, you make me laugh there because, no, they don't check them yet. <laughs> <laughs> um but we put one up the other day of the <laughs> we put one up the other day of the 592 and i'll be completely honest i put hands up i got some information wrong in that video and out came the the haters and trolls of the internet um <laughs> to say i'd misquoted something and obviously being that we're a dealer and being that we're representing the manufacturer as a dealer yes and um, we actually took our video down because I'd, I'd hands up and i got it wrong you know I'd, I'd say these videos cost me approximately about a thousand pound per video to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is, you know, if we get it wrong, 
we get it wrong, take it down. So we're going to remake that one hopefully next week. Because I guess it is important. Yeah, we've, you, know, yeah. you are an approved agent and, and for a lot of these brands that you're writing about, and so Probably therefore, <laughs> and so therefore, uh, you, you have to you have to be right. And I guess uh, your USP uh, as a dealer uh, and giving out this information is that you are a specialist, uh, and and you, you you rise or fall on that. Yeah, well, and, you know, I'll always address it in the video saying, look, you know, we're not professional chainsaw users by any means. Yeah, I had a 10-year career in using chainsaws to a degree and prior to, you know, starting in this industry and landscaping and using the machines. Sure. Um, and obviously, and, you know, I know some dealers, you go to dealer day and some of them just don't want to touch the machines or try the machines because they, they don't know what they're doing with them, no. um, which is fine enough. You know, very rarely does a dealer actually get to use the machine unless there's a problem. Um, when you're saying promoting a massive professional chainsaw where you get the American market watching our videos um, and they have got a wealth of experience using them compared to us, um, we'll address it in the video saying, look, you know, we're not professional users, we're a dealer. And I came out of an air-conditioned office this morning. Yes. <laughs> now I'm here using a chainsaw in 32-degree heat. Um, and, yes. you know, so we'll always address that and, you know, hope that people take it on. But the trouble of YouTube, you can skip a lot and skip to the bits you want to see. Do, do you have much they, of an international following? Do, are you able to track that? Yeah, we're able to track that. Yeah, it's about 50-50 uh, UK-based and then 50% the rest of the world. But, yeah, we've got followers in Australia, um, New Zealand, you know, um, in the in the uh, Far East, in uh, massive mountain in America, and then Canada as well. So yeah, yeah, I, I've I've got some uh, listeners in Iran, which rather surprised me when I looked, <laughs> looked at uh, the. Uh, um, which uh, James? Which videos do you? Do, how do you decide which videos to produce? So uh, you you said that uh, your guys come up with ideas. Do, does it come from them, or does it come yeah, from, from customers, or what? I probably definitely not really from customers. Um, there's a few suggestions from customers, but not many that would. They're probably a little bit specific rather than being channel worthy. If that yeah. makes sense. Um, you know, we've done a few how-to videos which are really good and really useful. So like how to fill a strimming head and things like that. Um, just because you know, so we've got that as in our arsenal. So a customer rings up saying, "Oh, I'm really struggling to fill my ego strimming head." Yeah, and then we can send them a video. Yeah, um, and that's that's the sort of that. That's what sort of spurred us on to do the do the videos, to use it as a as a tool for our own business, um, yeah. rather than just creating a big channel. That sort of happened by accident, and I think if you're going to do a channel, it's probably the only way it will happen is by accident. Um, there's no rhyme or reason to why it works, and there's certainly no recipe book which I wish I had. Yeah, because um, Google changed the you know the goalposts every yeah. month of what you've got to do and how you've got to do it yeah, given that uh, it, it must take a, a considerable amount of time to to, to script to film to edit uh, these videos um, does it eat into your day job at all because uh, it must be quite time consuming far too much yeah <laughs> it's very very time because you luckily it, you know the, the the long the long bit is the editing and that's yeah. what we've got will for uh, yeah. obviously that comes at massive cost um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's not it's not a cheap thing to do. Um, but yeah, my, our, my time, Josh's time, Ryan's time, Rich's time, when we're ever doing videos ourselves, obviously, that's when they're not earning money, as they would in a normal, normal, you know, traditional way. And it's a case that we've, you know, we've we've dug our hole for YouTube. Yeah. And now we've we've got to keep tunneling um, to make it work. You can't sort of just stop for two months and think, oh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. It's, you know, I've roughly invested probably about 50,000 into YouTube now to get it to where it is. 
it's going to be a long time before before we see you know at the moment a lot of people go oh you must be earning so much money off youtube now and it's we're talking pence we yes. really are you know yes. it's, it's minimal from what we get from youtube itself yeah. um and you know it'll be a long time before we see any massive return but you know it, it, it is all positive you uh, the other day you 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 produced a live program a live stream how did that go surprisingly well actually um, now, i see there was some comment i think you, we were doing it on a saturday night when um i'm not sure whether it clashed with any football or anything like that but uh, was the timing right and you know uh, it, was a, it, was a, it? it was a thursday night we done it ah, okay. um, yeah thursday night 6 30 and we planned to do it for about an hour to start with um but we rolled on for two and a half hours yeah um and because it, it went really well you know that was we obviously we've taken on a new product range completely you know we've you know, the we've Milwaukee, got, we're, yeah. yeah exactly yeah, the Milwaukee yeah. brand of power tool um I've got some great people in the company who adore the product as well as I adore the product and so does my son who's only eight so <laughs> it was a bit of a no-brainer not to give it a go yeah power the power tool world if any guard machinery dealers think that guard machinery is should we say robbed online um, at prices? Then try the power tool world because that's even worse. But so it's another one of those lines you've got to be clever with. You, yeah. It's it's not something you can just start selling at nearly full retail and hope for the best. Um, it, but it's you know, but the going out know, the live stream side, we thought right, let's launch this differently. This is a national product for us, not just local. Um, our response locally has been fantastic on it so far. In what ten two weeks of you know two weeks um, of having it in the shop, it's gone really really well. The, you know that everyone's out there saying we're now Milwaukee stockists. Yeah, There's a yeah. massive swing towards Milwaukee at the moment. There was a poll done on one of the um, power tool channels where they said, you know, if you were to change brand, the power tool, which brand would you change to? Eighty-one yeah. percent said Milwaukee. Well, that's um, uh, doing the job so... of uh, pushing, <laughs> pushing the brand out there, isn't it? Exactly. So you know, but you know, so it's a good product to launch. It's got a massive amount of interest around it. At the same time, we've done a charity event, so we raised a lot yeah. of money oh. um, for uh, Calm, the um, campaign against living miserably, um, which is a suicide prevention charity. Which is just, it, it's just, you know, the industry we're in, yeah. Um, and the and the, our last eighteen months we've had, it's I think it's such an important thing to support. Yeah, we quite um, agree. And um, yeah, so but yeah, as the live stream goes with the charity side of it and the Milwaukee side of it, it, it rolled really, really well. And yeah, really happy with the response. Is it something to. you would do again? Um, as a product launch, possibly depending on the product. We're floating a few ideas around at the moment, what, sure. how we could do lives and how we could do it to benefit ourselves. But again, lives is you, you, again you haven't got a second chance. What sort of responses, direct responses, do you get to your videos? And and as we all know. Uh, social media can be a, a minefield in terms of uh, trolling and, and negativity and, and, and so on and keyboard warriors sitting in their gym jams at night. Um, <laughs> is it, is it, a, it, has that been an issue at all? Not massively. The one thing obviously we're very strict on is PPE when we're using products. Yeah. You know, we've got to do that. Otherwise you'll get the safety sallies out in force. Um, obviously there's sometimes where we, we probably don't need the PPE we're using 
as heavily as we use it but again it's we've got it again we're representing manufacturers we're representing brands it's very important to make sure we are obviously we do the chainsaw stuff anyway but in other instances we're using the pp as well so um it's it's important to do that so we, yeah we sort of haven't had any problems on the safety side but yeah we've had problems with um you know, on the on not problems but we've had comments on the chainsaw videos you know saying who are these two clowns doing this they don't know what they're doing and yeah. all of that luckily i've got a real thick skin i should have been an armadillo so it's not going <laughs> to harm me too much but i can appreciate if some people some people you know do get that it would it would hurt but yeah. you know some things you know, if people are rude we just delete the comments because it's not fair on other people reading them um but if they're you know if someone calls us a pair of clowns i quite happily leave that up there because um you know it's not gonna it's not gonna harm us so and the more people who more people who comment the better the youtube like our videos so, <laughs> so if, you, if if you i mean you've been doing this for for a year let's say till 12 months ish uh, what's the most satisfying benefit of, of doing the channel? Uh, um, are you pleased with the responses that you've got, uh, the feedback that you've got? Uh, and if, if you look at it now, sort of 12 months old, or maybe at the end of the season as we enter the, the winter, how will you view its success? Um, I'm surprised, to be quite honest. I'm very surprised how well it has gone. Um, but then, you know, with the investment, I'm glad it has at the same <laughs> yes. time as well. Um, because... You know, you never know with these things. It could be a complete flop. Um, it is. I'm not going to say it's successful yet because I, you, you've got to, you've got to as a business, you've got to measure that in monetary value. Um, but my most, you know, as a channel, um, you know, we've been recognised by worldwide YouTubers. Um, you know, and when they turn around and go, I don't know how you've only got that many subscribers at the moment. You should have a million subscribers. And you know, when big YouTube channels are saying that, who know what they're doing, you think, okay, perhaps we have we have got something here that we need to carry on working on. Yeah. Do, do you find you get some help from, well, I say the professionals in the YouTuber uh, community. Uh, do you get a lot of hints and tips and advice from those who, who've been doing it a long time? I, I, I noticed that you connected with a guy in Canada. Uh, yes. Who yes. has, who uh, it seems interesting that he has got a YouTube channel. He's not a dealer as such. So he's really just doing how to videos. And in that respect, do you think there's a danger that you might uh, be taking money out of the mouth of dealers who uh, uh from from consumers who might otherwise go to a dealer to fix a problem for them definitely you know it's the world we're living in with the yeah. internet and how it works you know we hear it all the time a customer coming in and going oh I, I looked it up on youtube before i came in and i couldn't still couldn't work it out so it's nice that some of the videos are there you know for the basic stuff yeah. um but you know I, we i've i've built and um you know jumped in with a network of youtubers from all different walks like from the makers platforms to the small engine platforms to lots of other ones with regards to um youtube channels and things and you know again you know chris i met you through networking um yes. and yes. i've always been a networker yeah um and it's you know it's the same on youtube for me to make sure you're getting those contacts because they'll then support you and your channel and um, yeah you know steve um small engine saloons over in vancouver island in canada um has been a massive benefactor to our our channel um he's promoted stuff on his streams he's promoted us um on his community tab on youtube um as well as facebook and instagram and things and um no he's an absolute top class guy and you know he found us fine found our channel and another one who supported us really well is uh a chap called mix mowers um who's actually based down at bognor regis yeah um and you know he's just he's a man in the shed um who repairs lawnmowers and sells them on again 
Um, but he's dealing with all the stuff that most dealers don't want to see in their workshops anyway. The the B and Q mount fields and yeah, um, the sort of the, the, should we say the, the lesser favourable brands we see in our industry. Sure. Um, and yeah, he's he's repairing them and doing them up and selling them on. And I've got no problem with that. I know some dealers, you know, there's that man in the shed down the road, you know, ruining our business again. But it's going to happen wherever you are. Uh, you know, uh, there's uh, always there's always someone doing it somewhere. And he makes videos out of it. But he's been a great benefactor to our channel and um, a really great guy as well. Yeah. Um, this is not really about YouTube, but it's about social media in general. As a dealer, James, do you find obviously customers are much better informed when they come into your shop than they may well have been 10 15 years ago uh when you where you really had to go out of your way to sell them something now they possibly come in and they've got a fixed idea and you've almost got to unsell them from uh, some information that they've got off off the off the tube is it better today that they are better informed uh than they might have been in the past you know i suppose it depends which way you look at it yeah it's, it's nice that Customers have done a bit of research before they come in because, you know, they'll know the difference between a direct collect, a mulch or a, you know, side discharge. But it's no different really than them going to another dealer before them coming to our shop. Yeah. Um, than it was, you know, historically sort of thing. You know, when I first started, that was more the case. Oh, we've been to such and such a dealer or Mull Valley or wherever first. And now we're coming up to you guys. We've looked at this one. You know, why should I buy yours instead of theirs? Um, you know, it's in the same instance as it would be if they'd done their own research online. It's, a, it's just a shame that it's all based on price these days. Well, I say it's not all based on price at all, but it's there's a lot of price element um, on it already. They, they, know, they know how much things cost before they come into your shop these days compared to what they used to. Um, and, you know, it's just a shame our industry has gone more that way um, with the internet than it is based on how good you are at marketing because... We like marketing. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I know in 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 starting this uh, this podcast that it's a continual learning curve. Uh, you learn something new almost every day, and how to do do stuff. What what sort of aspects of the um, uh, channel would you think you need to change? What what have you learned? It costs a lot of money. Um, <laughs> no. Um, what I what, what aspects need to change? I'd like to do more of the restorations and the projects um as a, a personally that is that's more of a personal thing um you know it might be a slow burner for the channel but it will be bigger in the future so that's a massive long game that is but, but those. presumably though james there is a there's a specific community to whom that would appeal outside just as there is for classic tractors and and, and the like yeah definitely definitely yeah. there is and you know there's the same you know we're keeping we're keeping all of our options open on the channel at the moment it's a bit like when i first started you know, in this industry, yes, I was selling new products, but I was also stripping down secondhand machines and selling secondhand spare parts and selling stuff on eBay. And, you know, there was, there was so many different elements to the business. And eventually the, the one which paid the best or, you know, was most lucrative um, is the is the way we channeled the business. And yeah. that, you know, and again, the same with YouTube, as we find what works the best, we'll probably channel more towards that area. And, um, and are, are there any untapped opportunities that you see for, for the channel itself and, and how it interacts with your business? Um, not untapped. There's generally someone else who's already done it out there somewhere now, mm. you know, with the amount of content that is on the, on the platform. Um, there's somewhere else, someone else in the world. I'm not a big copier. No. I've never been sort of saying, oh, they, they've done this. That's a really good idea. Let, let's try it. We try to just think amongst ourselves and, 
you know, come up with the ideas. We just released a video literally tonight, um, an hour ago before you rang me up, Chris, and um, we have done a, a battery mower, battery ride-on mower series. So we had six battery ride-on mowers come down on one day, um, and we've, we're doing a review on all of them individually. But we don't, what we don't like to do is compare one product to another. No. For one, we've got to sell both those products. Yes. So we don't want to look negative on a brand. No. Um, so there's a fine balance to get that right. So we thought, well, what can we do well, that isn't going to harm the brands, but is a bit of fun? So we've done a drag race with all six battery ride on mowers um, from one end of our demo garden to the other. Um, <laughs> and it went, it went live tonight. It's a two and a half minute video, um, but it's a bit of fun. But it, it's building that sort of interest towards what we're going to do over the next few weeks, doing the reviews of the individual mowers. Sure. Um, so again, it's just looking at things and just thinking, actually, how can this be done differently? I think is probably the answer to the question. They, um, it rather reminds me of the time I was invited to go on the Watchdog, BBC Watchdog programme, which was going to feature and try and compare and contrast lawnmowers. And, and they set up a, a course um, at Arundel Castle, as it would happen. Um, but the mowers they chose, well, one was a, a 20, uh, 30-inch Atco Royale cylinder mower, in those days costing 1500 quid <laughs> a flymo minimo costing about 50 quid a uh, a, a ride on and something else i mean they were just not comparable in one no. way shape or form either in performance or or in price so when yeah. they when they turn around at the end of the day and sort of say which which is the best there is no answer to that uh, no, absolutely right. so i guess that you've got to remain very open uh, open-minded open and op uh, very open about the comparison between them. So our comparison, yeah, the chainsaw ones, we've used the predecessor of the saw or the same range, but the next one down just to show the difference, yeah. but without trying to compare or, or with models which are now obsolete yeah. um, from other brands, which is fun. We've done a, uh, the still MSA81 versus the Husqvarna 3120 versus a 1960s Solo Rex 125. Um, love doing that video it's probably one of my favorite videos we've done yeah. um, and Josh, Josh and I done that one and it's a nice bit of banter in a video it worked really well um, but yeah the, obviously the new 881 was the brand you saw but the, obviously the Solar Rex isn't made anymore and the 3120 isn't in the UK sure. or in Europe so it, yeah we don't mind doing it like that where it's not going to harm a brand no, um, no and then we try and round it up so it's equal for still in Husqvarna at the end without sounding biased. The, um, the YouTube channel must have uh, considerably increased the awareness of Hayes uh, machinery. Has that translated to the bottom line yet? Are you finding extra business um, from because of the channel? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say from the channel, really, but we're from doing videos on our website. So people, you know, managed to find our website. Um, and then they've, we've got the product videos linked into the website. Hmm. So if someone's looking say an Alco T20 ride on, they go onto our website, they find the Alco T20 and they've got a play button and it plays the video that we've done on the Alco T20. Sure. Um, and yeah, that's again, giving the customer, you know, before they come and visit us thinking, oh, are they worth going to visit or is it just going to be a man in the shed? Um, they can see, okay, that looks a really smart showroom. They've got lots of products in their shop. Let's go and visit them. I think that's probably where we've seen benefit, but measurable benefit you know we ask every customer that comes in the shop how they found us 
Um, and I, I don't think we've got very many on the actual, oh, we found you on YouTube. No. Um, and, you know, we sell a few bits online and things nationally, but not, we don't do big stuff. It's all handheld stuff. So, you know, it's, it's not been great this year for handheld stock. So mm. we haven't promoted that too much. But, but really, James, um, social media is ideally made for dealers in whatever format it is rather if you go to the top of your channel or facebook or whatever if you go back uh, 20 30 years the days when the big box stores were in their ascendancies they could afford major advertising full page advertising in and all the nationals um, and then today uh, it's been a much more level playing field hasn't it in terms of the way that dealers small independent dealers can actually get to the to, to their market Oh yeah, without 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 a doubt, you know, it's it's the marketing side of the internet is there for the taking for any dealer. You just got to embrace it. Hmm. Um, and I know that is a scary part about thinking, you know, which shall we do? Which shall we focus on? And you see some dealers' Facebook pages with like only less than a hundred people who are following it, and then you see other dealer pages with, you know, four thousand people liking it. You know, we're lucky. You know, we've we've been working on Facebook for a long, long time um you know seven eight years now on facebook i think we've been working on it and yeah we've got nearly four thousand followers which in our industry there's no mean feat the ag industry is very different because you get a lot of dingers in the farmers farming industry so they like the tractors it's an easy easier follow because it's a much bigger community whereas in in the smaller stuff it's a lot a lot harder um our turning point for the for social media was probably atvs when we really started going up the, up the notches on the social media side and um, back when it was just garden it was a real slog to get people interested um but then obviously you know we've gone, gone atv uh, from garden to atvs trailers and now power tools um so you know the, the the realms of the business isn't just garden machinery anymore um and i can't call myself a dedicated garden machinery dealer <laughs> Um, no no well look that's that's tremendous and 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 so thank you for your time uh, today james it's been most interesting uh we are we do live in a in an era of youtubers and influencers and goodness knows what they're called these days <laughs> and it, and it is a it is a to us oldies it is a it is a new uh, new era um of communication and um it's probably all the better for that anyway so um i might have just thank you once again i look forward to seeing you on the red carpet with alongside steven spielberg uh, at the next ceremony <laughs> but uh james thank you ever so yeah. much indeed I, I hope it's been really helpful chris and it, you know yeah i probably waffled on a bit as i normally do but um but yeah hopefully it was helpful to someone uh, out there who's um looking at doing marketing and things so i know thank you very much for asking me to be involved that's all right. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Well, that was a very honest appraisal by James of the work involved, the costs and the slow burn rewards from YouTube. As he says, he has something of a tiger by the tail here, but to have gained over 400,000 views of his videos to date gives him something to build on for the future. We've seen manufacturers using YouTube product videos increasingly, particularly during recent stay-at-home periods, and it does make sense that dealers should not get left out and personalise videos to the benefit of their own business. So now, as it's August, um, I'm taking a break for the rest of this month, uh, but Inside AgriTurf will be back uh, with a new set of episodes in the first week of September. I'm Chris Biddle. Many thanks for joining me and this is Inside AgriTurf. <laughs>